Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas-owned, Arkansas-operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Well, 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 well. Ruskin and Zach. I believe it is the great American poet Paul Simon who once wrote, Hello, darkness, my old friend. Is that, uh, is that him? Yeah. Or did Garfunkel write that? I don't uh, know. Well, probably Paul Simon. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Best Gar didn't, well, Art didn't do much. Art played percussion. That yeah, was really yeah, that's about did. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it. Hello, everybody. This is ESP in Arkansas and hitthatline.com. Well, to me, it seems like you're in um, one of two camps today. All right? You are either in this camp. It's fine. (laughs) It is. It's fine. It is fine. Is it fine? (laughs) No, it's fine. Everything's fine. You're either in that camp today or you're in camp with Howard Beale. We're in a lot of trouble. That's where we are today, right? There's not much in between. Oh, no, no. There's, 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 you're either in the, uh, oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine, right? It's fine. It's fine, right? You're in the uh, it's fine <laughs> camp. You're in denial. Again, we're going through the so, five so stages. So you're in the Howard Beale camp. We, we are uh, we're going through the five stages of Razorback grief. We're in a lot of trouble. Yes, and that was the immediate reaction right after the game was, we're done. On to basketball. Howard Beale from the movie Network, written by Patty Chayefsky, for those of you that don't get the reference. Uh, Yeah. Uh, It's, um, this thing is taking on water at a rapid uh, rate now. And um, it ain't good. It ain't good out there. But as you said, in three weeks, there'll be basketball and no one will care anymore. So that's, uh, that's the, uh, that's what's going on there. That's what's uh, saving uh, people's, Wits, I suppose, can, at some I, point. Can I offer some some levity? Oh, please! We okay. laugh to hide the pain. Yes. Right, right now, there was a there was somebody this summer who who said that Texas A and M was going to win the West. Oh, here we go. I'm, no, no, no. Hang on. Just just hear me out on this. Just hear me out. I'm not, I'm not doing what you do. I'm not patting myself on the arm. <laughs> I think Texas A and M's pretty good, and I think their defensive line is elite. I think that that may be the best defense that Arkansas faces this season, including the team they're going to face in two weeks. I think that may be the best defense they're going to see. That was a complete defensive effort by Texas A&M. The offensive line is not good. They're below average, and they took their lumps. Now, I know that um, Sam said in his press conference today that they're going to do some shuffling. To me, that's just rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. The thing's still going down no matter what you do. They're terrible. And they're and the only thing, and Chuck said it this morning, and I totally agree with him, there, there is no magic elixir for how bad that offensive line is. It's going to take time, and it's going to take reps, and it's going to take getting your ass kicked like you did on Saturday. Guys, it's been a long time since I've seen a, a football team, a, a Power 5 football team, get so physically dominated they quit. 
yards in the second half. They quit. They wanted no part of them. And, hey, hats off to A&M. They're better. They're, they are just simply better. Bobby Petrino didn't come in and light you up. It was special teams, which failed again. And then you get the pick six. The offensive line was bad. I don't blame, you know, people, I was reading some things this weekend, people talking about KJ and his body language. Man, if I got my ass handed to me on every single play, I'd be pissed off too. Yeah. And that's what's happening to him. He is getting pounded. And we know this. He, he has an injury history. There's only so many of those shots he can continue to take before he's going to go down. And then this thing will, will slide off the rails. They got a lot of work to do. Look, Mississippi's not going to stop you. But if you stop yourself, they're going to put up 60. Might as well just bank on it. They're going to get close to that number. you got to so, keep pace. AM's com- really good on defense. Really, really good. All right. Uh, let's uh, quote another one of my favorite movies, Apollo 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, the president wants odds of survival. For Pittman. Sam Pittman? Pittman. I think... I go 70 right now. Okay, see, okay. now but the emotional part of you is going to say, get rid of them, get rid of everybody, fire them all. If you are looking at this from a practical standpoint, he's 21 and 20 through 40 games, 41 games. And you've got to give him an opportunity, if they bottom out this year, to have, to have that bounce back year. That seems only logical. Plus, you owe him a lot of money. Give him an opportunity to get it straight. But I think Sam Pittman has to go into Hunter Juracek's office and sell the idea that, hey, I can fix this. If they're, this goes back to, remember that conversation, you know, with Mike Anderson? Like, hey, what's the plan? What, mm-hmm. what are we doing? That's where you are right now with, with Sam Pittman is, what's the plan? How are, you, how are we going to fix what is happening right now? Because I'm going to tell you this. If they, go, if they go and they lose to Mississippi, they get beat by Alabama. That Mississippi State game, that's Waterloo. That's it, man. That's the Alamo. You lose that one, you got a week off, and then you're going to get run by Florida. And I don't know. I hate to tell you this. This team up at Como, they're putting up points, and they're playing football. They're going to beat you, too. That's seven. That's and seven. And you're going to kiss your girl. There's, that's seven. And then if you slip up against Auburn, that's eight. You get into that four and eight, three and nine territory, then I think Hunter Yurchek's hands are tied. I think you got to do something. Well, what's different about – there's a lot of things different uh, about this versus uh, even where we were four years ago. When Anderson got a can, and there is um, generally how this used to go is the uh, big money people would start to leak to some of the people in the media that they're not happy, and thus the spiral would begin. Mm -hmm. But what is different now is, and all that is probably still true, but now there's this added element of social media pressure. This program is getting dragged on the internet week after week after week. And while people like me and other people don't find that very important, it matters a lot to them because they don't like anything that looks like controversy or scandal or, you know, bad. They want everything to be happy. What a beautiful day for a ball game. On and on and on. But they are getting just destroyed on social media. And I think maybe that will factor in now. Not as much as the big money people saying we're not uh, we're not happy here, but it's going to matter for the first time. They're getting dragged on Saturdays. That's also true. Yes, guys, that was a physical mismatch. What happened on Saturday was a physical. You got beat up. You got your ass handed to you by them. 
And there's and look, there's nothing you were ever gonna. There's nothing you could do about it. You can talk about X's and O's and all all this stuff. I mean, if you can't control the line of scrimmage, and they can't, you're going to lose more than you're going to win. We've all said it. This is a line of scrimmage league. They are bad on the offensive line. Yeah, but they still have uh, what seven games, yeah. and they're going to yeah. try and uh, you know it, it's. And I'm going to talk about the, uh, the 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 short yardage stuff here coming up in a little bit um, because I am uh, I've it's 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 time it's time it's time for me to speak on these uh, these sorts of things. But um, it's I don't know, man. I just it's not good, and uh, it's it's um you know and stop. Here's the here's the dumbest thing I've heard. People are like, well, he's just gonna quit. No, he's not. They don't. They don't give him any money if he quits. He's not gonna quit. Okay, let's just stop. Whatever is on the table, that is not on the table. He's not going to quit. He's not going to walk away without an agreement. <laughs> no, they might come to a mutual agreement and say, you know what? I'd like. They to could leave. couch it as health reasons or right. something and come up with a settlement. But he's not just going to stop and say, I don't want to do this anymore. No, no. So no, that's no. not on the he's table. So away. don't even bring it up. He's not walking away empty handed. No, absolutely. Not. No, no, no. Here's here's the other thing. Is I. I, I I didn't have to do post game, so I got a chance to just kind of watch the game and listen to people that were around me. One play doesn't win or lose a game. Now, when one one play, the outcome of one play has a has a hangover effect, or you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, yeah, now now we got a problem. And there is a problem in that offensive huddle. And I think it starts with the guy calling the plays. I wasn't was he even paying attention. Because they just, ugh. I thought it was effort. I went back and watched the game. It was A&M, man. They just beat you, skull-dragged you up and down the field. That game was was a 12-point win, and it was not that close. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I know Wally said this on the internet, um, R. Wally, not the lame one. Um, but I actually had the same thought before I read he wrote it. And that is, is that we need to stop investigating this uh, lectern and the 16 grand, and we need to investigate how Dan Enos got a million dollars. I mean, this is just absolutely, there should be criminal, there should be a, a grand jury should be convened 
because this man is stealing money from all of us right now. And then, and then, the university, with all this going on, has the audacity, which is not surprising because this is their move, to ask for more money this weekend for, uh, I think it was baseball tickets or whatever. They had the nerve to do that. Why don't you show us you can physically be responsible with the money we give you now before we give you more money? How about that? How about you show us you know how to run your checkbook and not pay a bunch of coaches that are going to end up fired one of these days and show us you could do that before you start asking for more money. You've got plenty of money. We've seen the books. It's absurd the amount of money you have. You've got maybe you, you wouldn't need more money if you wouldn't go and build a, a sports bar in the north end zone that nobody wanted anyway. I mean, honestly, this is where we are. They gave this guy a three-year deal. Three years. He stinks. He is absolutely terrible. That was one of the worst game plans going into that game. And that's just not me. Like, football people are like, what are they doing here? What are they doing here? Fix it. You're making a million bucks? Fix this thing. And I think we know why they moved the ball against LSU. LSU's defense is not very good. We know that. The game plan against LSU seemed to be coherent. Whatever they were trying to do. And look, we don't have... The, we don't. We're not privy to what Dan Enos was thinking. I would love to know what the, what he thought, what he saw. How how can you go run, 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 punt like fifteen times in a row, fifty yards in the second half? Yeah. Well, your, six points in the first. How about that? Quarterbacks getting bounced around. I, and I, I mean, I, this is this is football one one. If you can't block them, get away, get the ball away from the line of scrimmage quickly. Whether it's bubbles. Rollouts, they were doing it against LSU. Then they stopped and left KJ sitting there like a, I mean, he looked like a, a, an abandoned child at a bus stop. And he's just getting killed. And he comes off one time. I, I was watching this in real time. He comes off one time and he's, I mean, KJ's pissed. Flips his helmet off. He's screaming and yelling. The next thread that I see on a message board, KJ's acting like a child. No, he's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> and he's tired of it. Somebody needs to throw a block. Yeah. It would be helpful. And again, A&M's but, really good up front, but that game plan is one of the worst game plans I've ever seen. But this uh, but this Enos, I mean, and we called it back in January. We're like, guys, he's hiring his friend. This is trouble. This is trouble. Sedan, remember all that stuff? This is a boring offense. This is not gonna, this is not gonna go well here. I remember saying all this right here in this microphone, you know, seven, eight, nine months ago, whatever it was, and people said, Oh no, Ruskin, he's changed. He has evolved. He is now more well, that offense does not look any more evolved. It looks like the Stone Ages out there with what they're trying to do. It's absurd. Look, you can call, boring's fine. You know who runs a boring offense? Michigan. Okay, Georgia, yeah. Georgia runs a pretty boring they offense. They execute, though. Ah, there, there's the key. Now, look, I, I understand losing Luke has has a um, has an effect on your offense. But if you don't have a backup plan, if he were to go down, you lose one guy and your offense shuts down, oh, boy. That's we, not we, it. That, I refuse to believe it. Well, I mean, you tell me what happened. Has goes down and suddenly they can't move the football. Well, they can't I mean, run, you can't. can't you, 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 well, there's no, there's no coach out there making a million dollars that should. Um, I know one that should. Uh, that that one guy goes out and it's like the whole the whole game plan whole goes game into plan? the toilet at that point. I mean, figure something out. That's what they pay you for. Yes. Figure something out. Somebody find a grease board or a dry erase board or whatever a chalkboard. I don't care and figure something out. And they couldn't figure anything out in that entire game. Couldn't figure a Some thing out. Some of it has to do with AM. 
Some of it has, but you don't have to look inept. You know, if you're if you're just getting stymied, that's one thing. But they looked inept. When you've got guys, basic stunts, like just basic twists. And Dude, KJ, Kent State was running those stunts, and they and couldn't they figure that out either. And they KJ. And now these are, these are NFL-type guys that yep. were getting free. And it is it, it's disappointing because there's talent on that. I don't know that there's overwhelming talent. I think there's way too much faith put in those wide receivers. They're good, but these are not soon-to-be NFL draft picks. These no. are not. This is not Traylon Burks. None of these guys are Traylon Burks. Has had that chance. That's an NFL-type dude. It is just so unbelievably disrespectful to have what we saw, and then you're out there asking for more money. You've got plenty of money. You've got $160 million or whatever it is over there. But no, you're wasting it on stupid stuff and you know, and paying Dan Enos $3 million, and they've got an option. They've got an option to hide this guy for five years. Yeah, what kind of contract is this? This is one of, to go along with the worst game plan we've seen in, in four years, this is one of the worst contracts we've seen in a long time now, over the there. I mean, this is absurd. The, the years with the options pretty standard. The 1.1, 1. 1, that's that's a lot. That's a this lot. guy has done nothing in his career to say he's a million-dollar coordinator. No. Not one thing. Nothing. He he ran out of Alabama in the middle of the night like a coward. He, he was at Maryland doing nothing over there. He went to Miami, left there. I mean, he is, yeah. he's, he's no good. He's no good. But Sam knows him because Sam got in a bind. Sam got in a bind when Kendall finally said, I'm done with this, and left. And then Barry Odom, who, by the way, is 4-1 and one, you want to live. Now, Sam didn't know what to do. He had no idea what to do. Now, I'll on, call now, Dan. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. The, the defense is fine. The defense is, is ahead of last year's pace. They have improved. The offense has regressed significantly. Yeah. Significantly, they can't. But how can they not run the ball? I understand. I understand how the uh, how the the shell game works. You know, if you pull your funding, you go to the back of the back of the line for tickets and all that stuff. But listen, I wouldn't give that place one more dime in football for anything because they have no idea how to responsibly spend your money. None, and they haven't exhibited the ability to do so in damn near fifteen years. No, I mean, at one point, they're paying three football coaches. I mean, seriously. Put your money in the sports that are good. Throw some money at women's sports. They're pretty good. Basketball, softball, soccer. Why would anyone, other than the fact that you're going to go to the back of the back of the line, why would anyone invest in this football program with the way that they have? I mean, Congress spends money better hey, than the hey, university hey, does. Hey, hey, I mean, hey. Jiminy Christmas is unbelievable. Don't believe they're giving it to guy three million dollars for that? Come on, now, that's absurd. Now, now the Enos factor. It, Maryland's five and zero, oh, and they're putting Boom. points left and right. Right, they they have just continued right along. I now I know there are some people, and I've heard this argument from people on this air. Well, in 2015, it took them seven games. And you know what? That may be true, but I can tell you right now that this they have regressed to a point where you're like, can they score points? Can they get a touchdown? Will they? Can they protect KJ? We're back to like day one type stuff. And you in say, five in the fifth in, game. In the fifth game, they have regressed to a point where you're just hoping KJ doesn't get killed. I mean, that's where you are. And you can give me all the stuff from from previous. Alex Collins ain't on that team. Nope. Brandon Allen ain't on that team. And there is not uh, one NFL guy on that offensive line. Not, not one. They're in a CFL guy on that. Kudis is line. getting worse every week. 
Um, forget about Limmer and Latham. They're, they're, not, they're not getting it done right now. And the Savior. Oh, you guys just wait till Devin Manuel comes back. Well, he came back all right. And uh, now we're going to be rearranging the, uh, the chess pieces over there because what they did didn't now, work. I, mean, I, I agree. Kudis gave up five I pressures know. and three sacks. How do you I, do that and still play? The number that gets <laughs> me is the 15 tackles for loss. That's the most, I think, since the turn of the century. I think I read that right. That's insane. That's th- Those are video game numbers. You shouldn't. That shouldn't happen in a bad way. That should not happen. But I agree with I agree with someone who said the only way that this offensive line is going to get any better is to play. This look. This is who they are. There, there's no elixir that's going to make them better, and they're suddenly going to become a dominant offensive line. Just it's not going to happen. This is who they are. They've just got to take their lumps. Well, here's the problem then. If if the only if the only um if the only elixir I'm willing to I'm willing to buy that. I'll buy some of that. The only elixir is time. Well, then you don't need to be moving people around. If time's the only way to fix it, and they're in the right spot, then you just gotta well, you just okay, gotta wear it for a while. Let's use Kudis as an example. Uh, you know, somebody had said he, he may move to center. Well, he's proven that he that he's he's not ready to play left tackle. All right, or right tackle, or or right. Or I mean, he's tackle. not ready to be on the edges. All right, fine. If you still think he's one of your best five, kick him inside and see what he can do. Maybe he maybe he finds a home in there. Maybe. But wow. They have got – I mean, we talked about it all summer, man. The tackles were going to be key. I didn't realize the whole offensive line was going to be a problem. It's just they they are struggling, and they are, they're they're struggling with basic things, blitz pickups, you know, just blocking the guy in front of you. Who The Nolan kid from A&M, my God, he was everywhere. He's always in the backfield. He's the, I think he's the one that hit KJ's arm and a ball went straight up in the air. They returned for the touchdown, and you're like, they, they can't block these guys. Then, yeah. But here's, here's the other thing, and, and I – I watch a lot of film, and when you can't block them, why are you still running routes at 15 yards? Short stuff. Get a, get the ball out. It will slow down the blitz. And if you hit them a couple times for 10 and 12 and 15 yards, they're going to back off. That buys you time. I, I don't understand what he was thinking. I, Look, and I'm, I, Enos already failed here once. Why did we think he was going to do it again? Like, going to be magically better this year. I mean, it was a fool's errand on all of our part. I blame myself. For not making a, a bigger deal also, about it, but and, I mean, explain it, it, explain this to me. He, they're talking and again. They got burned on a fourth and one again, and Pittman comes out and says, "Well, I didn't think we could put our quarterback under center and get six inches, so let's back up five yards and hand it off." Somebody's gonna have to translate for that for me because it does not compute. Well, didn't KJ say after the game that they work? He works out under center in those in practice. Yeah. All right, so we have an issue of someone's not telling the truth here, okay? Because KJ says they work on that, and yet they never do it in the game. I think this is the hill they're going to die on. Fourth and one, gun run to the right. This is the hill. This is the thing. Because they can never run it now, Zach, because it would be admitting that the fans were right. And they're not going to do that. Do you have any idea how simple it is to take a quarterback snap? I've done it. Jacoby Criswell, this is your play, Jacoby. Get in there, take the snap, get first down. This is not complicated. But to tell me that you didn't think you could get it when you've got guys that are 280 to 300 plus a 250-pound quarterback with a 210-pound running back pushing you and you can't get it? That tells you everything. And I don't they don't believe hear, in the line. I don't and why hear, would they? I don't want to hear anything about, well, you can't run it against a gaps defense. That's bull bleep. Yeah. We're talking about six inches. Huh. Huh. Teams do it all the time. Huh. LSU did it on the goal line and pushed – Ole Miss five yards into the end zone. Yeah. 
I'm really, don't hear I'm it. really convinced as much of uh, people, uh, you know, and I don't know if the email thing with Enos is true or not. I don't know if that's real or not. So I'm going to treat it as not being real at this point in time, but and, until proven otherwise. But like their unwillingness to do this leads me to believe that they're not going to do it because it would be admitting the fans know more than them and they're never going to do that. So we will never see. <laughs> and if you do, that stadium will be as loud as when Ronnie Wingo scored that touchdown against yeah. Alabama in 2010. Matt Nakin, South Carolina is right. They, they've gone under center this year. They do it when they get on the goal line in the T formation. They've done it. Yeah. So, again, none none of this makes fa- right. makes sense. It's like you're selling the lie on the fly. Oh, yeah. You're at the podium like, well, you know, we, we didn't think we could get it. Right. You know, we got almost 1,000 pounds of human, and we can't figure out how to get six inches. Yeah. Just no. doesn't, doesn't wash. No, no. And my God, you know you can throw it on first down. They they have a new uh, you know they have passed rules that you can throw or pass or throw or run on first down. You have a you have an option there. But I mean, in the LSU game, SEC Statcat has this. They log every play on offense, and I think it was a pretty even balance of first down, run, and pass in that BYU game. And they haven't logged this week's game yet, but I'm sure it'll be similar. The BYU game, like 13 times they've ran it on first and 10. I mean, you, if, if I know what you're going to do, I'm pretty sure DJ Durkin can figure I, it out. I'm not, I'm not a big criticize the play calling thing because we don't know what was called. We don't know if there was a check. We don't know how the offense functions like that. However, um, like like you said, what, what was the, how many runs on first down? 13, I believe, against okay. BYU. Now, Mike Irwin said this. He's with Big Trail Nation. Mike Irwin said this. You know, A&M's one of the best run-stopping defenses in the league. You can throw it on first down, and you don't have to throw it very far. You can throw bubbles. You can throw hitches. You can just flip it out to guys and let them go. Get the ball away from the line of scrimmage. But this seem, this concept seems to elude this offense, and I can't figure out why because last year, if you watch the tape, it's exactly what they did. It's all they did with Traylon Burks for a while was just run them on bubbles. Here, get our best player of the football in space and go. Yeah. I, I'm I'm absolutely just befuddled with, and it's not play calling; it's breaking tendencies. You run the ball well, ten times or thirteen times on first down. Hey, they're gonna kind of get the idea that well, you know, they're probably gonna run it. Then you load up the box and you stop the run, and now you're second long behind the change. Well, I wanted said that uh, nobody here believed in Dan Enos from the start, and now unfortunately we are not eating our words because <laughs> because it's true. The sedan is in full effect over there. With uh, this, uh, just the way this offense just looks entirely constipated. I mean, six points in the first half, fifty yards in the second half. My God, I mean, this is just—it's—it's uh, it's totally absurd. And um, yes, A and M's good, but they ain't that good. They're not fifty yards and six points and a half good. I mean, come on, a lot of that you got to figure something out. A lot of it was Arkansas. I mean, you can't get the ball after a field goal hits the upright, a major momentum play, and then you went fifteen yards backwards on the next three plays. I, I mean, holy lord. <laughs> you can't Look, do that. And the other thing is, you get a huge momentum play, first play of the second half. You get a touch, you get an interception and a touchdown. You're back in the game. It's 17-13. All the momentum in the world is on your side, and you do nothing with it. Yeah, nothing, nothing yeah. with it. Right, just incredible to me. Yeah, they wasted that pick six at, on the opening drive, and just it turned into a, like a you know, like it was nothing. Like yeah. that's all it was. That's all that happened there. All right. 
At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa has everything you want for your next getaway. With the luxury and hospitality of a grand old southern hotel, the accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit our thermal water bathhouse for mineral water baths and massages or enjoy one of our many dining options, like our Friday night seafood buffet, primetime in a fountain room every Saturday night, or our award-winning Sunday brunch. Located in downtown Hot Springs, the Arlington is steps away from shopping, entertainment, bathhouse row, and the hiking and biking trails of the National Park. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more <laughs> yeah, you, All right. you haven't done a desk pop? A desk pop. You've never seen the movie The Other Guys. No, it's a... Oh, never mind. I want to watch The Departed again. The Departed? I watched uh, part of Sunset Boulevard yesterday morning before football the original? Came. Yeah. Wow. Swanson. That's a good movie. Hey, it's an excellent movie. Yeah, it is. All right. What are we doing? That's neither oh, here nor there. Yeah, DQ's up. Is it the DQ or the song? Um. Well, let's show vote. What do you want to do uh-huh. first? You want to do check marks or song, show song? I don't care. Oh my God! <laughs> what restaurant do you want to go to? I don't care. Uh, I don't oh. care. What All do you right. want for dinner? I don't care. Well, let's do the uh, the check marks. Okay. Okay. We got we got time. DQ's check marks from the uh, weekend right now here on Ruskin and Sex. If I don't like what I hear, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> you're already fired. You said today. Well, yeah, I'm fired, so I guess I can't fire you. Okay. Well, so I only watched one football game this weekend, and, and that was the Arkansas what game. What a game it was! <laughs> wow. But I did. Uh, How are things at home? They were fine. Did anyone anybody jump off? Someone's the, uh, very upset. Okay. <laughs> um, but so I did check the scores throughout the day just mm-hmm. for certain games that I was wanting to know who won. Okay. So first, my green check mark is going to go to Lane Kiffin. Uh-oh. You're fired. For a fourth quarter win over LSU. Uh-huh. I mean, they stormed the field. You had a security guard shoving people down, trying right. to keep students off the field you for had, some odd had, reason. You had an old Miss student kissing you, the crossbar. You had some old Miss student get up on the goalposts yep. and then drunkenly do a front flip off uh, of it where he landed on his back. Was that a gainer? Was that a half gainer? It's what more was of that? a loser. Oh, well, I mean, I know that. I mean, I mean what can you not love about that? <laughs> and it was against LSU. So, yeah. old purple face. Yeah. <laughs> Two losses now. Yeah, purple face, not happy right no, now. No, no, they want to so fire him. Kiffin's got to get my green check mark. Okay. Okay. That's, it's wrong, but okay. 
My yellow, I have actually have two. We have a tie. Okay. So my first is going to go to Lincoln Riley for a barely... A, like barely won against Colorado, yeah. who just got, you know, housed by Oregon last week. Um, won forty-eight to forty-one. So definitely didn't cover. I don't know what they're. They did not cover. Definitely didn't Wasn't cover. Wasn't even close. Um, it it was supposed to be a better game. I think they were. They were up big and. They were supposed they to do better back. than that. Right. Alex, <laughs> Alex Grinch happened. And uh, and the Colorado Sports Network, uh, Gus Johnson, just <laughs> could not be less excited. As USC ran up and down the field. Yeah. But whatever. Okay. And then Good, I hate my, USC. my next yellow flag is going to go to Lance Leipold from Kansas. Kansas. Okay. They really got beat by Texas. Didn't cover. Texas is the number one, or no, sorry, the number three team in the country. Right. But I really wanted, I just really wanted Kansas to beat them. Like, I didn't care when Alabama lost to them. I didn't care that, you know, Texas keeps winning. But I really did want Kansas to beat them. With Colton down in Texas, so I was a little sad when they didn't, but they tried their best. <laughs> they, they they gave it the old college. They try. gave it their best, and that's why he gets the yellow. Not because I almost gave him the red, just because I really wanted them to beat Texas, but I thought that was going to be too mean. Um, so that brings it to my red check mark of right. the week. Kirby Smart. Oh, and they okay. won. They won. Uh, they're the number one team in the country, but they only had a seven-point win over Auburn, mm-hmm. which had to be done like the last Late. minutes yep. of the game. Brock Bowers. Um, that shouldn't have happened. Was it in Auburn or it was, was it in Auburn. Athens? It was- okay. Well, so that accounts for some, but like not, not that game should have been you know so far apart from. Each other. New AP poll out. They are still number one, but the gap I don't know. Is I don't know how. Uh, Michigan. I don't know how if team. Michigan isn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't agree with that at all. I thought Michigan. Michigan should be number one. Hey, real quick. Yeah. I don't mean. I just. Do you think that? Um, oh, well, who was it? Uh, do you think Iowa could score thirty points on USC? I mean, if Iowa was down twenty-eight nothing going into the second half, yes, they could. Okay. All right. Because- Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Mongo wants a red check mark for Pittman. Well, so I already gave him my BYU red check right. mark. And honestly, I still think that that loss was more embarrassing. Okay. So I, st- I stand with my red check mark for that game. Now, Abner would like uh, you to give Sam Hartman a golden check mark. <laughs> oh. I, but the thing is, it's for coaches. And it's for <laughs> it's only for head coaches. Because I don't want to get in the weeds of having okay. to find out about the offense. Well, you don't want to show your true colors for uh, McDreamy. And- <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But yeah, those are my check marks. Here's somebody that's waiting at work to hear the song. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, everybody. Calm down. Let's settle uh, down. All right. It's 19 till the hour. Thank you, DQ, for the uh, check marks from the college football weekend here on Ruskin and Zach. And now, well... Okay. It's time. So I got a text on Saturday from a very agitated Reverend Tanner. Yes. And he said that he and the heretics were heading to the studio because they were pissed, which is not Reverend-like language, but I think we all understand. Uh, Sunday morning, I got the text, and we have it. We have it. They are not pleased. No. And they have put their uh, their frustrations to music. Uh, it's uh, Reverend Tanner and the her- heretics with the Sammy. 
Reverend Tanner. Yeah, there you go. And the heretics. <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah, they were dead. That is brilliant. Oh wow. <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh, boy. Here's someone wanting them to blare that when they drive down, when they go down Lake Hamilton on their, uh, on their boat. <laughs> uh, Tanner said they'll have that up on Spotify by the end of the week. So there you go. And maybe we'll play it again. I kind of think we will. I mean, that was a. Uh, Oh, uh, Cody in Lavaca says that song is absolutely fire. DQ translate. That song was very good. Okay, outstanding. Fire. Uh-huh. Yeah. JW in London says, "Wow, no, you cannot use that in your next movie." No, we we don't have the rights. You know, that's right. Abner knew what it was from this. By the way, that's a cover of the Stones. Angie. Ooh. Um, Abner knew that from the uh, from the get go. You can name that tune in two notes. Yep. Derek says that was perfect. I felt the hurt in that song. <sighs> We've all felt the hurt, yeah. haven't we? I mean, good lord. <laughs> Wow. Oh, gosh. Nigel wants to know if they'll play that at the uh, show on a Wednesday night. I seriously doubt it. Uh, no. Abner says that's the greatest Sam, Par- Sam Pittman parody band. Wow. They, the, the te- I can't repeat exactly what was in the text, but he was upset with what yeah. had gone on in Arlington. He's like, we're going to the studio. I'm like, okay. All right. Just let, really? me, know what, no, let me know what comes out. That's right. Uh, oh, boy. Abner says that's the official Monday song. Okay. If they lose, I mean, that's yeah, I mean, what we, we got to do. It, yeah. it, it, it's functional, I guess. <laughs> so brilliant. <laughs> can't even tell you. Uh, oh, Lord. All right. Well, what are you going to do? You can soon get that on Spotify, and you can play it back-to-back with the uh, the Pittman Show song right, from Wednesday right. night. So, I mean, uh, got that coming up. <laughs> Second attorney wants the band to play that instead of uh, Hey Jude. Um. Uh, no, 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 no. No, you get uh, Hey Jude and you're going to like it. Yeah, By buddy, God. that's it. <laughs> you're going to get that Hey Jude and you're going to like it. Uh, somebody wants to give us a standing ovation. We'll take that. I mean, Well, don't wreck you know, your car. Yeah, please, please. I mean, get out on the side of the we road. We didn't do anything. Yeah, I mean, no, Tanner did, right? There. We just yeah. hit play. I mean, come on. <laughs> I just hit the button. We had the easy bu- easy yeah. job there. Yeah. Can we get a clip of that, uh, that in the intro? Eh. It'll be. Boy, on, we're getting a lot. We're getting awfully, yeah. uh, awfully picky here. Uh, it'll know. be on Spotify uh, by the end of the week. He's going to take care yeah, of that. You can course. play it for your friends. Apparently, it has to get like approved or something. Or like you could play it on the lake as you, uh, as you. Uh, what do they call that when you move a boat? You don't drive, do you? As you pilot on by, you motor. <laughs> no, that's motor boat. <laughs> no, that's something else. <laughs> that was perfect. 
Uh, you scoot on the water. Oh, you scoot? They get scared. They get scared. Oh, man, you don't scoot. Cruise. Yeah, that's it. You cruise. Cruise. Thank you, John. Someone's holding up a radio like uh, John like Cusack. John Cusack can say anything. Sammy! <laughs> oh, man, that poor man. Oh, I'm gosh. so I feel bad. Now, here, here's the question. Now, Reverend Tanner uh, named his son Samuel. Oh, boy. Does he have to go to court now to get his yeah. son's name changed? Name it Lane. Yeah. Or uh, or Marcus. Uh, Marcus. Or uh, uh, or Gundy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Dion. Dion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan Huntsville wants to know if we're in trouble for not following today's talking points. Yes. There will be a meeting after the show. Yeah. Someone will, have, will sit us down and tell us the things that we should have said. And we'll have to stay another hour and do that. Well, we got, I mean, these these were the talking points uh, as they arrived in sound form today from the university. It's fine. <laughs> it is. It's fine. It is fine. Is it fine? <laughs> no, it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's uh, are we, fine. Now, are we going to call uh, Tanner fans Tannies? <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> that's a little close. But, yeah, we can call them Tannies. DQ, did you watch? Were you one of the 27 million that watched the Jets and the Chiefs last night? No. Really? I feel like your fandom is waning a little. But I don't watch NFL. Oh, you're a snob. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that's it. <sighs> ah, Tanner's text in. Samuel's from the Bible, too, and that's what he's going to go with. I do still love Brother Pittman, though. He brought us from the depths. He's just not going to take us back there. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, we'll uh, we'll hang on to that. Who knows? There may be more coming along. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I had an idea for a, a fiddler on the roof song to parody, but I don't know if it's going to happen because we can't find the the music. Mm-hmm. They gave Danny three years, three years, three year with an option. Oh, Again, two, that's for that's five. industry standard. Oh, I don't but, care. but what they did was they gave they just slotted him into Bryle's spot <laughs> because he's he's his buddy. buddy. Yeah, you hire, when you start oh, hiring your friends, you're yeah, finished. You're, you're, you're finished. That's you the trouble. trouble. Yep. And again, like, uh, like, how does no one over there go? You know, is this the best idea? I mean, it's not exactly like they had a like a Bafo Saco season last year anyway, where you could. Avoid all sorts of scrutiny from inside the athletic it's, department. We know it's seven and six. I, I said this two years ago. That little triangle with Bryles and Odom and Pittman was was good because he had somebody to bounce it off of. Oh. The test was going to come when they left, well, one or both, and both of the, them left at the same time. The test is two and three, <laughs> and and he's he's replaced them, and so far the returns are inconclusive. At two and three, you are your record says you you are at two and yes. three. Now, listen, for all you people out there that are like, uh, you know, it's not his fault or whatever. Listen, I still think there's winnable games on the schedule. I don't think they're going to lose every game the rest of their year. But, you know, it's not. it didn't go well on Saturday, and that's what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> it did not go well. I mean, just what a terrible plan of attack by an offense. And also, what a terrible job of, utilizing your quarterback skills with your offense, like all season long, like the mesh has been so as bad as it could be of trying to marry your ideas with his ability. If you're Dan Enos, it is just, it's been as bad as this league has seen. 
at, in terms of like you were given like this, you inherited this great gift of a quarterback, and he looks so discombobulated out there. He doesn't know whether to read, throw, what, what, what he doesn't know, run. Not yeah, any, look, all, the thing with, with KJ was a one-year deal when Enos came in, and Enos should have built an offense that catered to KJ. Then you can go and you can bring your guys in and you can build the offense that you want to, but you, you're trying to, to make KJ do things that are not natural, and that's why this looks so clunky at times. Then you throw, then you throw in the, the fact that the guys in front of him can't play, and it's just it's imploding on itself. And that's where they find themselves is they're going to have I mean, to figure. Now, I'll, I'll say this. They go and they lose to BYU. And we sit here and hammer them for a week. And what do they give you? An A-plus effort down at LSU. Yeah. Maybe you'll get that Saturday down in Oxford. But you got to feel like this, A, the, I mean, they, this is road game number three. And then you're going to have to go to Bama, which isn't going to be any fun. That maybe the wear and tear is getting to them. Sometimes teams like to get on the road, and and you don't have you're you're away from your fan base, and you can compartmentalize a little bit, and it's just you versus them. And you know, sometimes some teams like that. Maybe you know, maybe they circle the wagons this week and uh, put together a good effort. I don't know. It's never a good sign when you start moving people to tight end, and when the uh, the strength and conditioning coach's wife is going after the fans on the on the internet. That's not a not, great look. This is not, not a good look. This is not where you need to be on October second. This is not where. This is not me. But I mean, if he was so brilliant, why would everybody? Why does everybody look so tired and run down at the end of the game? And it's it's October. Like, what's it going to look like in November? I mean. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. The Year of the Sauce continues at Buffalo Wild Wings. Introducing Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and the return of hot barbecue sauce to the Buffalo Wild Wings Sauce lineup. Try both Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and Hot Barbecue Sauce for a limited time at your local Buffalo Wild Wings. Visit Buffalo Wild Wings in Little Rock, Sherwood, Bryant, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, sauce, beer, and football. I think that's how we all feel today. Yes, indeed. That guy right there, the umpire getting hit in the uh, in the batteries of the College World Series. Can I hear it again? You want to hear somebody get hit in the batteries yeah, again? Yeah. That's how we all feel today, I think. Yes. All right. Clay is with us now? That's what I'm being told, Okay. Yes. Clay Henry is with us now here on Rusty. Hello, boys. Hey. Hey, girls. Clay. What's up? Yep. You all found any offensive tackles in the last 48 hours? No, sir. Uh, no. No, no, I don't think they have either. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. We lost Clay. Not, not the good news we were looking for today on the, uh, on the program. Uh, Clay, where do we begin? 
Where do we begin? Will you hold our hand and tell us it's going to be okay? Can you do that? Well, I mean, I don't make any predictions anymore. I mean, I'm not close enough to – you can't tell when you're fishing how the offensive line is going to be. Um I'm joking. Might as well joke, right? Might as well. We got to laugh to hide our pain, Clay. No, That's and, what it is. And it's, yeah, and I mean, if y'all remember uh, the disarray that we saw in Texas A&M's team last year, that was offensive line, guys. Mm. Um, and you you can't call plays if you don't have them blocked up, if there's not precision. And I, th- I think that, uh, you know, they shuffled them around in the first game. I mean, I watched the first half, and then I saw guys playing different positions in the second half. Um, I hadn't watched any scrimmages, so don't have a great feel for what was going to happen this year. You just have to see it play out. And it's, you know, I go back through history of Arkansas football, and when they've struggled in the offensive line, there's, there is always a thought is the play caller has to do a better job. And I mean, it's just it's a it's it's just the way it is, guys. And you know, I remember it's offensive line play is like pitching in baseball. And when when you can't pitch, there's nothing you can do. And I, I'll go back to uh, you know the um, I guess the last time they didn't make the NCAA tournament, they just didn't have any pitching. I mean, they they walk guys and. And this, if you can't protect the quarterback, you know, it's like, okay, I want to throw on first down. Okay, can you protect on first down? I mean, is it, um, you know, I remember Arkansas, you know, Frank Burrell switching to the wishbone one year. Well, it was because they didn't, they couldn't protect in the passing game. So they tried to make it simpler for the offensive line. You know, it's, you know, I heard somebody, you know, in the, press conference. I listened to all that stuff. You may think I'm over here hiding on the river, but I'm paying attention. Um, and I might make light of that I'm not watching, but I am. Um, it's like, you know, is there something else we can do? Well, you know, it's, it's. Um, I don't think it's better play calling. I think it's, you know, it's going to have to be more precision. And sometimes it's not the offensive line. Sometimes it's the back or it's the tight end not getting anybody. But it, it's like, Okay, let's talk about the fourth and inches play. You want to sneak it. Well, they ran, you know, a play on the perimeter. The center is supposed to get the backside linebacker. Well, it's the same guy they would block on the sneak. I mean, if he's not getting that play, can I mean, (coughs) sorry, I got a little sinus infection, but I'm going to work through it. Um, So it's, it's, you got to block a sneak just like you got to block anything, any other play. And it's like, all right, well, you, you know, you got to make one inch. I think they ran, a, they tried to run a stink against Western Carolina, and they didn't make it. I don't think. So it it still comes down to getting a hat on a hat, and that's you know that's Danny Ford talk, right? But it, you've got you can't turn a guy loose on the perimeter in a pass play, and you know the other five guys in the offensive line have got their guy, but they, you know. You've got one guy unaccounted for that the back's got to step across. And I can remember a play like that a couple of years ago, and Dominic Johnson just blew that guy up. And, and you know, for it was a big play. I don't know which game it was, but KJ delivered it down the field, and it was because the back picked up the blitz. Um, but it's, it's – uh, I haven't seen effective play at left tackle. 
haven't seen effective play at right tackle. And I talked to Cody Kennedy before the season. He says, these guys are really talented. They're going to have some blunders. They're going to have some, you know, missteps. That's going to take them a while. And you know what? He was right. And I, I guess, you know, we I just kind of, that was a piece that I wrote for Hogs Plus. If you go back and find it, that's what Cody said. And young tackles is not the way to go. And if you'll remember Frank Ragnow, you know, he started off as an offensive guard, much easier position to play. Dan Skipper started out as an offensive guard, much easier to play. Eventually, you know, Frank moved over to center and Dan moved out to tackle. So, um, but I, you know, I watched three practices in August and Brady Latham wasn't there for any of the three. And guess who else wasn't there? Devin Manuel wasn't there for any of the three. I mean, I think he was there for maybe three plays into the individual drill and then, you know, then got hurt. I mean, so we, we didn't, we don't see this coming because we don't watch the scrimmages. But the fact that their defensive ends, you know, were dominant in the scrimmages and had the sacks, that that should have told us something. We just, you know, and I've written it before. You watch a practice, and you know which is it is is the offense, you know, great when they score a lot of points, or is the defense bad? And if you're not scoring, you know, moving the ball in, in scrimmages, you're not going up and down the field. Well, you know, is which side is it? You know when they play games. So, the you know, they, they will get better in the offensive line and their communication will improve. But there's no easy outs going forward. And right. I, you just said it. I mean, there's no, there's no magic elixir for this that's just going to make them a great offensive line except time and reps. That, yeah, that, so, that, and that's what it's going to take across the board. So, 96 in 96. They win the SEC West in 95. And then in 96 and 97, they play Russ Brown, Grant Garrett, Brandon Burlesworth. Those guys got smoked. They got smoked. I mean, four and seven, four and seven, right? You know, they're they're trying to run drop back passing. Let's let's throw it. Let's throw it. Got Kay Stevenson, Joe Ferguson, and they can dial it up. You know, they, they know pro passing. But, you know, you do a seven seven step drop and you didn't block anybody? That's not much fun for Clint Clint Sterner, and Clint Sterner I mean, was learning too. But I, um, they, everybody has done a better job of keeping the pocket tight and collapsing it. I don't see any way for KJ scrambling forward because of the way they've sealed in the front of the pocket. Um, and you know, I, I've watched teams scheme Arkansas, and you know that. When, when it looks like they're, they're wanting to throw the RPO game, you know, they brought an extra guy, and he hadn't had much time to read the RPO. You know, it's – I know that some of those first down runs are RPO, and he read the right read, but they blocked the guy that's supposed to be – I mean, they left a guy unblocked that blows the play up. So it looks like, okay, it's a run play. Well, it could have been a pass if they, you know, if they'd blocked it up in the RPO. It, 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 so – there, there are some situations that you could see would be passes, but they're, but they're just not enough blocking for it to materialize. We're talking with Clay Henry here. Your drive home is powered by Mr. Sparky on Ruskin and Zach. Um, 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody yeah, is – Yeah, there's not – I mean, in, I understand the venting, and there's no reason not to. I mean, I've gotten text, and, you know, like, this is – you know, there's blood in the water, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, there is. There is – when you lose, there is no good answer. Uh, and it looks to me like – one week they have things together a little better, and then the next week they don't. And it, it's um, that's tough to stomach. You know, you think one step forward, well, then you got two steps back. You know, I saw some positives against against uh, LSU, and I thought the the positives were offensive. You know, steps forward. I mean, you scored. You know, you got in what thirty one points. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it turns out LSU, their defense wasn't so great anyway. They gave up 700-something yards against, against Ole Miss. And, uh, you know, and I thought the defense took some positive steps in this last game. The offense regressed. Now, part of it is I think Texas A&M is pretty good on defense. There it is. That, that, front, that front four may be the best in the league. They're yeah. really good. And, and they recruited defensive linemen and linebackers in the last two years that were not ready to play, they're ready to play now. And, and you know, they're physical, and, and they're, they're going to, you know, uh, they struggled with Miami, so we think, well, they're not any good. Well, guess what? Those guys can coach. I mean, I, I guarantee you they can coach. I mean, I, I think, you know, their defensive coordinator is pretty good, and, you know, it's in um, – we you know, we tell the Aggie jokes, but it, it looked like a pretty good A&M team. I – now this is what this is this is this is my gut. I can't tell you if I'm right or not, but I think that every team in the Power Five, you know, we talk about Arkansas. Did they get better with the portal? Well, guess what, guys? If if you didn't get better in the portal, then you didn't use your NIL money right. You didn't you didn't replace guys where where weaknesses. Now you say, well, Arkansas, they didn't go get the tackles. Man, it's hard to find tackles. I mean, there's just not very many. It's kind of like, okay, let's go get us a postman. There's just not as many big people that can play. I mean, there's just there's not a lot of Oliver Millers and Corliss Williamsons and Darnell Robinsons. That's when you've got all those guys on one team. You did something superhuman in recruiting, and Nolan did that. But it, it's there's not there's not any Sean Andrews out there to pick up in the portal. They're just not. Um, you've got to just develop those guys. Um, you know, it, and I, I'll bet you in a year or so that you're going to see Devin Manuel turn into a pretty good player. You know, they, they broke him down, and now they're building him back up. He lost like 70 pounds, 65 or something like that, and he's, you know, putting putting it back. But, I mean, Sam said, you know, they didn't play him, you know, for three weeks because he didn't look very good in practice because he's beat up. So – he he's probably the best answer at left tackle, but he's just going to have to play his way, you know, into what I call game shape. Yeah, yeah. I think the there's thing not, there's not any fun answers there, guys. No, I, I think the thing that's uh, that you know, a couple of things that that I think people are are wondering about is uh, you know, this is a year where it appears the SEC West is a little more wide open than normal, and Arkansas appears to not have its act together to take advantage of that. The other thing is P. 
people uh, are are uh, you know wondering, well, how can a, uh, a Sam Pittman offensive line look like this? Uh, it's not so much to me the coaching. Maybe they missed on some evaluations here on some guys or something. Maybe that's that's what it is. Which which well, I don't understand how that you know coaching is one thing. You know, you get someone here, either they can or they can't. But I mean, like if that's the case, then that's a that's that's an interesting development, perhaps. You know, there there the the thought was that they were pretty good at center in the two guard positions, yep. and that the tackles were would kind of play their way into it. Well, guys, they hadn't yet, Mm-mm. and and you know the. All things being equal at quarterback, the team with the best tackles wins. That's that's a given in football. And I don't care what level or where you're talking about junior high. Zach, when you watch a high school game and you see the team with the best tackles, they usually win, don't they? Team of yeah. I mean, across the board, you've got good you, offensive you, linemen. You give yourself a chance. Well, I'm just talking about tackles, though. <laughs> no, tackles. Not, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, I mean, because if you can't, you can't make that pocket. The quarterback doesn't. He doesn't have a chance. And I, I mean, I, I've, I'll go through history, and, and if you don't, you know, you don't have good big man on the outside. The other team, there, there is not an SEC team that's weak at defensive end. Arkansas's got good defensive ends. So you better have tackles. And you know, we we've seen some teams that have struggled. You know, offensively in this league, and almost every time it is, and it's not those guys' fault. They're, you know, it's like there's not Patrick Kutas. He doesn't have any experience, and and he is not a physically mature guy yet. He's a, he's a second year player. Uh, I I watched their feet, uh, watched Manuel in in like a third of one practice. With Tommy Tice, and we we're like, man, he he's got the feet. Well, but you also got to have the bulk and you know, and the strength. Um, if you have the bulk and the strength, and you don't have the feet, well, that's just you know, that's a loss there too. I mean, you're just not going to hold up. You're not going to get to that guy on the edge. But you you've got to have grown men at offensive tackle, and they don't. And you can you that's on the coach. That's on the head coach. And that's on you know that's on the offensive line coach um but it's uh, they they did not uh look you know if, if i thought maybe they would be better inside on short yardage plays but they they have not proven to be that i mean they still got guys cr- crashing in from the edge um and you know could, could you run some sneaks maybe you know that's that's like um but i that's not the only problem. I mean, that that wouldn't change that. They made that fourth down. I don't think it changes the outcome of the game. Clay, I, mean, I was they didn't watching. Make enough plays. I, I was watching. I watched the game. Um, I watched the game live, and then I went back and I watched the all twenty-two, which you know you get to see everything. And yeah, there were guys that were you know, on, especially on some of the uh, some of the pass plays, there were guys that were going to come open. But KJ just doesn't have time back there. And you can see after a while he oh, starts he's got to a duck. Yeah, yeah. And he you can see after a while after, you know, the first hit or the second or third, you know, by the middle of the second quarter, he's anticipating hits that may or may not be there. And you know, that's gotta wear on a guy like him. I mean, he's so, seen everything, he's been there, done that, and to be frustrated like this for him right. just it's gotta be just, a little bit it's just gotta just be like, mind numbing for him. Just like ninety six and ninety seven. I mean, Anthony Lucas wide open and throwing his arms off and Clint Sterner's ducking. I mean, it's like it's collapsing on him. 
and he had fumbles and he had interceptions. You got to protect the quarterback. It's in you, you know. I've I've seen it over and over. You know, we got to throw more on first down. Well, you got to protect on first down too. I mean, it's just you know, it's yeah. it's whatever. I'm thinking yeah. about one play in particular, and and it was a third, and it was probably third and five or something like that. And and the inside receiver ran a nice smash route, and just as he planted that right leg, and he was about to cut out, he would have been open by three or four yards, and just about the time KJ gets popped. And you're just like, man, they need a second and a half longer. You know, a half well, a second longer, a second slants, longer. The slant was wide open yep. on yeah. the pick six. So it, it's not the that. The guy jumps up. Uh, offensive it, guard has got to hit that guy and keep him from getting his hands up. It's not but always it's, a play design problem. No. I mean, one breakdown and this thing, and, and, and the pocket collapses. And suddenly KJ's on his back or he's running or, you know, doing that sort of thing. Even on the uh, the interception, the pick six. I mean, the guy came right off the corner. He just, I mean, he blew around the outside yep. and just got a piece of KJ's arm ball, goes straight up in the air. That's some bad luck. I think that maybe it was two weeks ago or three weeks ago. I guess it was after the BYU game. We did the show, and I think, Zach, you said, well, you know, does KJ look out of rhythm? And I wasn't sure then. He does now. I'm sure. I think that was, uh, the, you know, a right assessment by you or whoever told you that. <laughs> um, I, I, all of the I'm trying to give you credit. Just but, say, yeah, no, that no, was me. No, 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 no. I was, uh, I was told that by somebody that plays that or played that position at that school. Hey, it's, it is, uh, it is always best for the three of us to ask somebody that Absolutely. has more educated Play eyes. knows. You ask somebody, That's and right. if they I'm, say I mean, it, they I, just regurgitate it. Hey, I, I'm a, I'm a dummy. I mean, I'm just, I'm an old guy, but I've learned, and I learned it from my dad. Go find somebody <laughs> that knows. Yes. I mean, I don't do my own taxes. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly I don't right. Do them. I'm a dummy. I find, you know, Reese Parham or somebody that knows how to do this, and I, I listen to him and I do what he tells me to do. And I do it in the, in the front end, not the tail end. Yes. It's too late. It's too no. late on the tail end. And I guarantee you, Sam knows offensive line play. There's not anybody better. And he. He knows what they got, and I, you know, I, I think it was last week. He says we're young on the edges. There's not any other way to say it. They're young on the edges, they are. and and it's uh, it's not any fun. It is no fun for anybody, and they're nope. they're working their tail off, and you know it's like well our communication is off. Well, it's it, when you're young on the edges. That is the one position that plays football. Where experience is more important than anything else. Yeah, they got to play together, and they hadn't played together for long because they've, you know, they they've been changing, you know, moving guys around. And they, they, um, you know, you can. I've heard somebody say, well, they need to play Bo Limmer at guard and put Amari uh, Wiggins at, at center. Well, they've they've seen that in practice. <laughs> they know what they got, and he he may be a good center in time. They played him. They played Wiggins at guard in the opener, and he, you know, he didn't do real well. Um, you know, when Bo, you know, when uh, I'm sorry, Brady Latham was out. So, yeah, it, it, when you're on a losing streak, there is no fun for the coaches. Right. And, and you know, I, I think it was, it was probably '96 when I was sitting with Danny Ford in his office and. Danny, you know, he talked and mumbled, jumble, and used double negatives and everything. And then, <laughs> you know, it's like, in, but every once in a while, the guy had a master's. He, he's a smart dude. He made you think 
that it was mumble jumble. Then everyone was like, in the SEC, if you lose two in a row, that coach is on the hot seat. And it, that ain't ever going to change. Three in a row, it's even hotter. You got to play them all. I had somebody ask me to speak at a, at a civic group, and I said, "Man, I ain't doing that now. I can do the radio with you boys, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stand up there and let people throw food at me. And because um, I got no answers, I don't know anything. I don't know. Uh, I didn't make any predictions. I didn't, you know. But um, it, it will be. I agreed to speak November 30th. That will be after all 12 are played. And it might not be any fun then either. <laughs> you have to bring the tablets down from Fayetteville. I don't really know. I don't know why anybody would want to hear me speak, but that's okay. You're going to need a gun, a whip, and a chair like You're a lion really tamer out oh, there. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> I think I'm going to. I think what we're going to do. I'm going to take a couple of fly tying vices, and we're going to we're going to have a class on tying. There you flies. go. That's there it. it. That, that'll it that'll very, fix it. It is. It is something that you can do, and and you know. It it doesn't ever get old. There's nothing bad gonna happen. It is uh, it is mundane, well, repetitive stuff. I'm gonna tie another one just like that one. Well, and then the, I've got thirty of them lined up, and it's like man, in disarm them at the uh, well at the at the risk of getting uh, rotten tomatoes thrown at me. And listen, I am not a uh, a Pollyanna guy by any stretch of the imagination, but I have to say you're this, not a what a Pollyanna guy. What does that mean? I don't know. a guy that's you know up here you know uh, sunshine pumping and sunshine and everything, right? Uh, but well, I hell I, no, you're no Pollyanna. That's exactly right. <laughs> yes, I know that. But I'm going to say this though, the defense gave him a chance. Like the defense well, only allowed twenty something points in today's football, and they they get you a pick six. The defense is 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 good. Yeah. I think. So this team to win is gonna have to play well on three levels. So you can't give up a point punt return for a touchdown. You can't throw a pick six. So the, you just can't. And they fixed one thing. They had no penalties, but by God, they should have held somebody. <laughs> <Really? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, as my as go my, ahead and hold them. That's right. Well, as my fiance uh, eloquently said, you know, when they're already behind you, you can't hold them. So there's it's not, there's not it's a, a fair point. Do there. Uh, but you can you can step to them and tackle them. That's, I mean, that's it's just right. like you know, and maybe the maybe there's you know the old guy, the umpire. Maybe he didn't see it. Maybe he's looking somewhere else. He's got to look at all five. He may might miss it. Um, now, I'm, obviously, I'm. I'm joking it's not you know it's sarcasm no no but the, it, the Jets like, perfected but, it last night they were yeah, holding you can, everybody you, well sometimes that's that's and I mean I see it sometimes it's like that guy's holding it, that guy's holding it, and they didn't call it sometimes they just don't call it um, different referees call it you know game different way when you tackle them from behind yeah if you tackle them from the front they don't call that as much um, so for you but young it, linemen but out there to my point there back go. to my point can't have pick sixes. You can't give up. You know, they, they, you cannot give up a punt return for a touchdown. You know, I don't know if they, if they, if you, if you take those two plays away, does Texas A&M, you'll find another way to beat you. But that's what you have to do. You, you have to limit penalties, and you can't make catastrophic plays like those two. Yeah. And and. Do we agree that Texas A&M got better players? 
I would say yeah, so. Yeah, we, yeah. I thought going in, so, I thought going so in, then you cannot, you cannot throw pick six. You cannot give up a punt return if the other guys are pretty good. Yeah. And and uh, I mean, I think Arkansas has has good players, but I, I would I would take the Aggies. You know what they have. There there's some games where I don't think the talent level is lopsided like that, and you got to you're gonna have to play better, win some of those games. I don't know how many they can win, but you know, here's what we got to watch going forward. Do they play hard? Mm-hmm. Do they play yep. hard? Do, yep. do they maintain intensity, and are they following their coach? I'm talking about the head coach, and you know, that's his job. And I will tell you, you know, I, I think Houston Nutt's going to speak Wednesday at the you know the Hogs Illustrated Sport Club. What he did when they had a bad game, he got them play hard the next game. They they didn't play great all the time, but every once in a while they'd stink it up. I didn't see his teams, you know, what was his phrase, you know, turn loose of the rope, and it. Yeah. And that's what Sam's got to do, is he's got to he's he's got to rally them, and they got to play hard. If they if they play like fighting Razorbacks, and I mean I understand that there's going to be some bumps. Alabama is is still pretty good, guys. They're still pretty oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah. And and well, they're getting I mean, if, better. And they they're in what I said about okay, all things being equal at quarterback, the team with the best tackles wins. They still got great tackles. They're they're getting five stars. They're there's that's what they they're yeah. signing great offensive tackles every year. I mean they well, they go out and get in. Now they're not equal at quarterback right now. But they're they're starting to kind of figure it out. Um, I don't. I will not uh, take anything away from Nick Saban. I mean, Nick, did he get them turned around in the middle of that game? He did in the in the last game. That was coaching. Now that so that's what you got to see with Sam. He's got to to maintain his composure and get his guys to play hard. You know this this next game. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know that. Ole Miss is, I mean, um, they can be scored on. Yes, and you've got to you've got to play better on defense than Ole Miss plays defense. They might can do that. Um, so it, they did. I mean, they they stomped them last year. So let's see see if they get the tackles to play a little better. And the other thing here, uh, we were, we we're talking with uh, Clay Henry, your drive-on powered by Mr. Sparky. It's just, you know, we, we've gotten this call today uh, many times. We get this text uh, many times on a day like today is how, I mean, is there is there another win on the schedule? And the answer is, of course there is. Because it's just. If you play better. Well, yeah, if you play better. But, I mean, like, it's not, like, it's unbelievable to me in, in all the sports that, like, when they win, they're going undefeated. And when they lose, they're never going to win ever again. Why even uh, Why even try? It's just it, – that's the that's where I get well, frustrated with people. Well, it's just the mentality of sports. And, I mean, but you know what? Everybody's got their right to that opinion. And, uh, and, uh, and you know, it's – there. there is – there's a lot of gloom and doom right now. And, you know, it's um, – you know, it, there was a lot of excitement for this team by and large because you had KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders but you got to have you got to have more than that it is this is the ultimate team game that if you're weak in any area the SEC will expose you mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what we've seen so far. They've got to shore up, you know, some of those weak spots. Can they? I don't know. Um, but that's, you know, and, and it's not like it's – we're not – I guess I'm going to quote Danny Ford till, till the cows come home, um, which was one of his sayings. But it doesn't take a scientific rocket to look out there and say they got to get better at tackle. No. It, it's just it's it's too easy for all of us to see. There's not you know it, and play calling. It is really hard when you've got a deficiency. They're you know they're they're gonna come at you at your deficient spots, and that's what I've seen. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.